Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live. Talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Hey, 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 and welcome to yet another show. It's January 30th, and I am not alone, which is often the case. Uh, as you can see, I have a lovely human being uh, next to me. Her name, are you hearing? Because I'm not hearing no, either. No, I was just taking a pulse. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm oh yeah, 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 yeah. I that's didn't true. say you were alive. No. Oh, that's I true. Said you didn't. You could be human. taxidermist, uh, you know, <laughs> material. I, but, I, yeah, can I get it a little more? I don't know. I'm getting hard of hearing in my old age. Huh? This is Natalia, Z- it's Zuckerman, right? Or Zuckerman. Or Z- Either, either. We no, say. what do you say? My we name say is Zook. Zook. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would have said. Yeah. I think. Yeah, Natalia Zuckerman. Yeah. And to introduce this woman is daunting because there are so many there are so many adjectives, not adjectives, nouns that apply to you. I love a noun. I love a noun too. Yeah. But important songwriter, singer, actress. <gasps> Whoa, I think it's a verb. Act <laughs> Activist, uh, wait, 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 guitarist, <laughs> daughter, sister, woman, Jewess. <laughs> I love the word Jewess. I once got into a lot of trouble saying, saying, oh, and this is a long time, I told you how long ago it was. I am a raven-haired Jewess. Oh, my God. And damn, if my phone... So when I was, did a three-hour radio show, people started calling in. Lynn, other Is that a Jews derogatory thing? Don't call Why? They said it's a pejorative. I said, how could you know, what I am... Isn't that how we reclaim language? Yes, like exactly. How could what I am be pejorative? Right. If you decide... So you know what? If you look in the dictionary, at least when I did back then, Jewish, pejorative. That makes sense. Yeah. So if you could just say Jew, that's not pejorative. But somehow feminizing it? I guess. I think Jew is pejorative too, but they don't have the balls to say it. <laughs> Some people but when don't. it comes to Jewess, sure pejorative. Yeah. yeah. Do you believe that? I do, unfortunately. You do. But so, do you still call yourself a yes. raven-haired, a silver-haired, a gray, gray fox, Jewess? Jewess? Yes, yes. Rawr. Okay. So listen, she <laughs> Natalia is here. I don't know where I'm going today. Natalia is here because she is starring. I guess that that'd be the. If you're the uh, only one, can you be starring? It's yeah. A one woman show. One woman starring. show. Yeah. I'm one the, woman I'm the show. One guy. Jewess. And um, it is as, I'm sure, lovely as she, I'm going tomorrow night. You can go tonight. They got tickets available for tonight. You're only here for three nights, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. This is that off-the-wall productions in Carnegie. Carnegie. I said it right, right? Carnegie. I learn. I learn. You New Yorkers don't say it right. It's not Carnegie. Understood. It's not Houston Street, it's Houston Street, which is also that's true dumb, too. But that's true too. That's what we do. We also have a place here called North for Sales. You have Duquesne, which is just what is that? Duquesne. Du- but it, they don't say Duquesne. Of course but they not. Don't, they do say North for Sales. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> that's where we'll be. And Lynn's coming tomorrow, so you can come and get an autograph. And it's hard. It's hard to um, again to to put you in a little box so it, the the piece is called the women who rode away and all of your talents oh I forgot painter mm-hmm. so all of your talents are incorporated in this piece why is it called the women who rode away why is that the 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 thread I had a poster on my dorm room wall in college of the Georgia O'Keeffe at the Steelitz photograph of Georgia on the back oh. of a motorcycle ah. riding to Abiquiu, and she's looking back with this total defiant look, and she's wearing, you know, men's clothing of the day, and it said the women who rode away. 
Oh, wow. And I was besotted with Georgia, George as O'Keefe. I still am. And that poster was everything to me. I, I just hoped that someday I would ride off into the sunset somewhere. Really? Yeah, I, I, I kind of wanted to. What is I've that, what is that a, a metaphor for? I mean, well, you wanted to ride off into... No, to get to a place, I suppose, actually, it's not it's not the, like, with a Prince Charming or anything like that. It was more of the be my own defined human and be able to be that confident and that um, able to be alone in my own process that she spent the last you know, quarter of her life in pretty much seclusion, just creating work. For those of you who don't, and I, I, I'm, I'd be stunned if there are many of you, Georgia O'Keeffe, an amazing uh, artist, um, who, yes, defied all the, all the rules, I guess, of yeah. what a woman was to be. Yeah, and an artist. And an artist. And she, well, and, and she also, you know, she went the commercial route. She made a ton of money in New York City got really famous and then she was like peace out I'm gonna go live in the desert and just paint what I want to paint and become obsessive over cow skulls and this one mountain range and whatever it was she was doing she was doing to absolute completion right and as an artist as a young artist I I looked at that as thinking that's the kind of attention to a subject I hope that I can one day pay. With all of these different uh, talents you had, though, did you know where you wanted to go? I, I no. mean, you come from an artistic family. Yeah. And I should, can, we, can we just give your familial... Yeah. Your, your dad is Pincus Zuckerman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and your... <laughs> <laughs> I hope he sees that. <laughs> and your sister... Ariana, yeah. She's an opera singer, and my mom, Eugenia, flutist, flautist, depending on the paycheck, she says. Yes. (laughs) What, flautists skip more than flutists? I I believe so. Yeah, I I would think so, too. (laughs) So, I mean, it was in your blood and in the air that you should... That all says music, so that's the musical part. Yeah. Did, Did you feel that you, I mean... Is it like the family business and you felt a compulsion? Yeah, it was required in my house. Oh, well, that's uh, a compulsion. Playing an instrument, you know, you did your <coughs> chores, you did your homework, and you practiced your instrument, which was amazing. I think it's an amazing way to grow up. I certainly had access to the types of teaching that a lot of people don't. <laughs> but um, and What was and your instrument, though? Violin. It was violin. Oh, yeah. dear. Oh dear. I mean, I was used to hearing kind of inarguably the best violin playing on the planet. <laughs> That's right. And so uh, in the next room, there's dad, yeah, you fiddling away. Yeah. And how daunting that would be. A yeah. Bit. yeah. It just, when you start out, it's like you're killing a small farm animal. It's I know. just awful sounding. And it's right next to your ear. Um, so it was kind of torture. And, uh, I actually started drawing and painting because I'm dyslexic, and uh, in order to learn how to read, I would follow the letters perfectly. I didn't know what I was seeing, but I was teaching my brain to see the correct, well, it is the correct, the correct way around uh, for letters, and what happened was it just sort of translated into, well, if I can copy that R this way, wait a minute, maybe I can copy this and see if I can do that. It was just a natural progression. So it was something that was very much mine. My mom is a great jar, even though she would say she's not, um, but she she is. And my grandmother, um, my maternal grandmother, was an amazing artist. Is that her necklace? How do you know? Hey, I'm going to just tell you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, I didn't see the pouch on the so this actually, these were her beads. This, this yeah. features in my show actually. I, beads, right. you might see them again. And um, she gave the necklace to me many years ago, and I thought I'll never wear the beads. Really, it's not my thing. But my uh, good friend Kelly Horgan's amazing leather jewelry maker. And so when when my grandmother passed, she made me the pouch. And yeah, she's definitely always with me. And uh, she's not in here though. And she. <laughs> And she figures in in your is she one of the women who yeah who both wrote my away? grandmothers both maternal and paternal yeah. grandmothers very different stories obviously but 
Can you give us little hints about yeah. these two women? Well, my paternal grandmother um, was brought to a work camp from her home in Berlin. She was on her way to being brought to Auschwitz, never actually got there, thank God. Thank God. Um, my grandfather did, and they found each other actually after the Wait, liberation. Wait, so her husband, she gets... Oh, no, no, no. She wasn't married yet. She was married to somebody else and had children, as did he. Um, and they were all killed. All killed. Yeah. Um, and so when the camps were liberated, they found each other. And uh, she was a raving lunatic when it was apparently. That's the story is who wouldn't be? Just tell me. No shoes, just walking through the streets. And my grandfather um, found her and took her in and... The, the rest is my dad. So <laughs> there's both survivors. Yeah. Did they, they made their way to Israel? They did. So it was in 48 um, yes. when Israel became a state. I think they, right. w they were brought to Switzerland first Yeah. Um, on those boats and then brought over to Israel, and that's when my dad was born. Okay, again. And so they begot Pinka Zuckerman. Yeah. <laughs> think of all the people who weren't begot right. because of what those sons of bitches did. Well, the story that I tell in the show mind. is uh, is an interesting one and actually has been one of the most interesting to share because of people's reactions and that we found a photo of my of my grandmother in the New York Times. There was a um, photo documentary series about the Woj ghetto, which was where she was brought. And not 100% sure, but scouring those images seemed like that's her in the back of this photo. And then we look closer to see the caption read that it was a photo taken at a Nazi party where Jews were told, you know, out your friends and neighbors and your families will be saved. And so we don't know what she was doing there, if it was actually her. Okay, so you don't know if it was actually, you don't want to believe, you don't want to believe. Of course I don't want to believe, I, wanna, I want her to be leading the resistance, but what the hell do I know about being in those situations? I always feel like, no, what, you know, I would never do that, but my grandfather was forced to play in what was called a death orchestra. He was a musician, amazing klezmer musician, and um, could play anything. So it's a the death orchestra in the uh, in the camp in the concentration camp, mm -hmm. and it was called that because they, they played music as the people were marched to the chambers. Yeah, right. And what do you do? Do you not? do the thing that might keep you alive? I no, yeah. the will to survive is uh, yeah, is like uh, the basic thing of a living organism. Yes, absolutely. it is. Yeah. So I talk about her in that way that I'm, gosh, I hope I never have to know that kind of um, strength, but what do I know what I would be called to do? And um, my other grandma, um, you know, was an amazing artist and a dancer and an activist. Met my grandfather on a picket line. They were communists, and um, <laughs> even though she would say they were communists, I just did this big rant yesterday about one of the tropes of anti-Semitism that is going to get Bernie Sanders if eventually <coughs> I think it already has. is the is that um, the Jews were the the people who brought communism. Yes, and um, <clears throat> and that that is a that is a Jewish trope we haven't heard a mm. lot in this country, but if Bernie gets the nomination, Katie barred the door. It's going to be all oh all God. out. Well, yeah. So okay. So your yeah. So yeah. your grandparents were yeah. interesting people. Political, real political. Very what? political, and uh, also my grandpa. You know, I go on to talk a little bit about how, and I think this is true for a lot of the women in this show that because of the times, you know, she gave up everything she did to be a wife and a mother and really resented it. And later in life, was pissed <coughs> a lot of the time. Really? She was a great grandmother. I don't know that she was, a, I think being a mother was difficult for her. I think she loved her children and, you know, was one of eight children uh, from an uneducated family in, grew up in the Bronx and her parents never learned to speak English. They only spoke Yiddish. She was this very educated girl who was going to do something and then and then did and didn't. She was, in her early years, was dancing with Martha Graham. She was oh. amazing, amazing. So I, I feel <coughs> her... So she didn't ride away. 
She did not. She stayed right there. Yeah. Um, as mo- as 99% did, my uh, mother yeah. included. Yep. Yeah. Was she an artist? No. She was she was conce- she was one of the she's brilliant. Mm-hmm. But yeah. no. Yeah. No. Right. So Wife, we have these choices mother. now. I think my god, what an honor that I get to mm-hmm. carry on their legacy and be the self-described self um well, you know, it's luck of birth. It's just... Uh, totally. Totally. Yeah. So here I am trying to be this um, artist in the world and uh, doing it really in their in their honor and in their name. So both of these women who uh, we've talked about, both your grandmothers are in it, um, but it's not just women who are related to you. It's women like Georgia, Georgia, Georgia O'Keeffe. Audre Lorde. Um, who, who, who? Audre Lorde. The poet. Oh, Lynn. Look, look, look. I could have said, oh, yeah. No, good for you. I could have faked it. Um, I don't know who she is. A black lesbian feminist poet from the time of um, Bell Hooks. Okay. uh, Audre Lorde. Similar similar ethos, anyway. And um, Sister Spirit is her sort of famous book. Oh, Okay, well, I'm coming to the show tomorrow, so yeah. I'll hear about her then. I don't want to give all give of these. Give it all away. But I really don't yeah. want to give all these. But she's, a, she's wow, is she amazing. She has this um, essay called Poetry is Not a Luxury, and <laughs> I, I recommend that for everyone. It's talking about uh, women's voices, really, and how we've been silenced and how this poetry comes from you know, there's this sort of very male thought of, like, there is no new thoughts. Well, maybe they're not new thoughts, they're old thoughts that we are finally voicing and able to voice. So she, um, really spiritual, righteous poetry. Wow. She was a huge influence on my young life, and still, I suppose. Where did I hear you saying something about motherhood? So you're ambivalent about, you are not, not a anymore, but I am not a mother not of a human. I have a dog. What? <laughs> Who's yeah. with me here? Yeah, yeah. She's, I, she's starring yeah, in the my, show right now. Yeah, my oh, dog. Oh, isn't he cute? And my dear baby. Yeah. She's um, starring in the show, your dog? No, but she, last night she came to the uh, tech rehearsal and she was very much taking a bow. Oh, I wish you'd brought her here. Oh, I love them. yummy. Are they not the best? So you are going to eschew uh, a human child. <laughs> well, it's been a complicated and difficult process that when I started working on the show, I was very much in the middle of. I was doing um, IUI inseminations during the process of this show, and, um, and it didn't work. And in the end, um, many things happened in my life. My partner and I bought a house my mother has Alzheimer's or um yeah so life things happened and I think I was ambivalent at the end of at the end of the day it's not a story that feels like oh I made this decision and I feel great about it it's something that comes in waves of deep sadness for me and I think always will just that I won't know that as a in this human life time well wacky to me Um, well no one gets it all you know this, a sweet right. man, actually, I, I was at a leading a retreat over last weekend, and I did an art project with the adults, and I have a lot of I have a lot of joy and a lot of energy, and he said, "Wow, you must have a lot of kids." And I said, "No, I don't." And he said, "Well, you should. You should have tons of kids." And I just, for whatever reason, you know, I always think I'm past this place, but I just welled up. And he said, yes. He said, right. "You can have the two I have." <laughs> Oh, I see. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? That's where I keep coming back to. I wouldn't be doing the work I'm doing in the world. There and, you, I, you know, it's it's an interesting thing we do to to women, to people, um, that if you're not going to do that, it's always a lack. But maybe there's there's things in my future that I can't foresee. Oh. That Can you, how boring would it be if everybody was preordained to live the same damn life? Right. Who knows? Maybe I'll adopt a whole slew of kids. There you in go. My, in my sixties, and there you might. You know, I I do think about if um, if we can make more space on our. We have about three acres of land in upstate New York. Maybe there'd be some foster kids, and who knows? Um, you never 
know. I have a, we'll, we'll, we'll get into this. Yeah, do you have kids? I have a similar story to you. Uh -huh. I, w I was doing what you did uh -huh. to no avail. Uh -huh. What a racket that is. Holy crap. We're talking about what, artificial insemination? Private, private life? No. <gasps> so good. What a racket. Um, no, I did it for a year. So oh, 12, 12 failures. And um, the last one, I said to the doctor, I said, um, can I see what you're going <laughs> to, what you're going to be, you know, squirting up into me? He said, yeah, come on back. I'll show you under the microscope. So I looked in the microscope. And I swear, there were, there were, yeah, you could see, those are sperm. I could see them. And here's what my sperm that he was going to shoot at me looked like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said, they look half dead. He said, well, they've been frozen. Uh-huh. They will, yeah, right. So, yeah. That I mean, your chances <clears throat> of getting uh, pregnant that way are, especially I was trying at 40 years old or 40 one, I was 43. Girl, yeah, way to go. So that's why what you said really resonated with me. And then I had to ask myself a question. What are you doing? Right. What is it you want? Well, there's so many of us that are already here kind of messing it up for everybody else. I don't know. So Should anyway, I, I decided that I, um, I didn't necessarily want to experience childbirth or procreate, uh, you know, a little... No, well, you know, was genetic. Was uh, it like uh, you thought you had to? I thought my life was uh, full, but it was so centered on me. Mm -hmm. I did a radio show, the Lynn Cullen show, three hours a day. I was, it was just all me, me, mm -hmm. me, and I was, I couldn't stand it anymore. <laughs> so I needed to whatever. So, yeah, I adopted. <gasps> Aww. amazing. What flavor? What flavor? <laughs> boy, girl. Uh, boy, he's a boy. He's a little Bolivian boy. Oh, yeah. Boy. Now a 28-year-old wow. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. For now, it's it's we hit a big old pause button. Um, it's the scariest thing I ever did. And I you know, well, anything, anything that moves your life forward, right, is always the scariest thing. Yeah. If you, if and I don't. My friend says if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much space. <laughs> that is great. Yeah. Okay, back to okay. We got way late. <laughs> your your um so your one woman show. Um. What do you want audiences? Is are the women? Are it mostly women who would come to your show? Um, not. It's not just a man. A man coming is not going to feel. No, you know, I've um, had all different kinds of audiences played at lesbian festivals, at all kinds of um, mixed clubs, um, uh, conferences, schools, and I think that it's a way in to tell your own story, whatever that is, male, female, doesn't matter, and I think for some men, you know, I actually, I performed it at the APAP conference last year, which is terrible name, but it's the American Performing Arts Presenters Conference. And there was in the dressing room, which was, you know, a room about this size filled with Elvis impersonators. And <laughs> uh, this guy who was the father of, I think, 12 Mormon children, and there was a Mormon band, they actually, turns out, were the only musical act to play at the inauguration. The only one who would say yes to that. I think that at, at Trump's inauguration, the yeah. only musical there was group was one a other Mormon country star that I can't remember the name. Yeah, of, right. I'm vaguely and remembering a country star. Blocking all that out. Um, but anyway, he was asking me about the show, and I said, "Oh, it's women like George O'Keefe." He said, "Who's that?" And I said, "Okay, so a woman artist of the 20th century." And, and um, he said, uh, "Oh, I've never heard of her." And he said, "Maybe I'll come check it out." Well, the first three pieces are kind of right out of the gate. I'm talking about lesbian feminism and black feminist thought and vaginas and oh oh my god this guy is gonna just <laughs> who knows and there he is later and he came up to me and he just gave me a big hug and he said you know we could not be more different and I still kind of want to go hang out with you oh how wonderful 
Isn't that so, wonderful? I don't know. It's yeah, we need more of that. We right. could do some of that. Yeah. So. And I, I was making huge assumptions about him. I'm sure he was as well. And at the end of the day, we were people who have an interest in life and a curiosity. And I think I might have converted his daughter. So that worked <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you come? I think this one might want to come and see the show. Um, yeah. So anyway, if you want to go to the show, she's only doing three. Then where are you going? Um, then I'm next week doing a show at the Grammy Museum in Newark called The Art of the Protest Song, right up here, Little Alley. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a national touring um, series of different songwriters getting together to play their own. And oh, so you have, a, there are, you have albums, you have, I mean, you're... Yeah, oh, I'm As working on a new one you with are? a Pittsburgh native, actually, named Lisa Ferrero. She's born and raised oh. here. She's watching. Hi. Hi. Uh, yeah, we have a new... I know that name. You do? I do. That's so fun. Yeah. 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 Amazing jazz singer. That's yes. That's background here. Yes. Wow. So, if you want, I'm telling you, every, every time I've gone to this theater, I've been blown away, um, wowed sometimes provoked, sometimes confused, <laughs> but always, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's a bigger, f entertained, I mean, in that I, my, I've been taken out of where I usually am, and, and man, if there is not a time when we need more of that, yeah. I don't know what it is to place yourself in this lovely human beings hands and listen to her sing and her beautiful voice by the way I was hoping you'd bring your uh, we discussed it this morning I thought should I bring the guitar yeah come to Carnegie yeah yeah I mean just glorious voice her songs are beautiful and all of this woven you know around these women who sort of made you who you are Mm -hmm. Why isn't Frida Kahlo in there? She has a cameo. Oh, she does. Mm -hmm. <laughs> She's a little overdone right now. You know, mm -hmm. I want to say, right, exactly. I mean, she's I'm had a, a little. Of air yeah, I think enough too. Yeah, I, I, I love her. Too. She was hugely influential. Yes, because but me. she certainly fits the the bill. It's just that that's the go-to yeah. woman, right? Oh, I mean, when my sister sent me the picture of the kids from Disney where they you put on eyebrows put and on you're in a thing, and I was like, she is either so psyched or rolling over or both. Is she sure. probably rolling over, <laughs> I would think. I would think. So um, to get tickets, you go to offthewall.com. Insideoffthewall.com. And um, there are especially tickets for this evening's performance at... 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. And it's an intimate theater. Um, and it, if you think Carnegie, it's right off the Parkway West, right? It's not... It's a... Free parking. Free parking. Hey. Yeah. Um, treat yourself. Unless you want to stay home and watch the impeachment uh, questions. Don't you? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, my God. I can hand out little cards at the end. And well, you know what? That, that's sort of what i got to talk about now, and I'm not going to subject you to that. got to go. Yeah. So you haven't been watching, huh? Hell no. That's why you look so <laughs> refreshed. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I look so... You know, I'm actually 42, yeah, <laughs> you look good. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. this is what it's done to me. I know. I mean, he's killing us all. But uh, is that that yeah. Wanda Sykes? Like yeah, how old <laughs> we're getting. That he actually, he's getting. You look at pictures of Trump, and he's looking more and more like a fetus. He's a tiny little baby, but we're like a thousand oh years God. old. How Obama, you know, every time you would see him on camera, he would get older and older and older, and how that job seems to age everyone, but not him. His orangeness, no, not, no, it's beyond belief. It really is. It is. And uh, it's, it's really, I stick with uh, Nancy Pelosi in saying this is a very tragic time. It is. It's, you know, uh, as much as I would like to celebrate some of the things that I 
I, obviously, we can't celebrate until anything happens, and they're saying it can Oh, I would tomorrow, not. Do not know. I mean, this is a farce that we're seeing now. Yeah, at all. A, it's, it's a... And I'm increasingly thinking this son of a bitch could be reelected. At which point we all stop saying it. We decamp. Really? You can leave? You're gonna ride away? Uh, I don't Stay think I wanna fight. live in fight! Wait, 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 we're low, we <laughs> if he wins then we just have to take to the streets the fact that we haven't done yeah, that. Yeah, you yet. tell me what that's about. I don't understand. Every, all over the world, everyone's in the streets. Right. And they don't have the orange fetus in the White House. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, <sighs> we haven't gotten there yet? We haven't hit bottom? Is that what it is? Well, you know what hitting bottom looks like. Ask your, uh, ask your grandparents. I'm kidding. Yeah, and then never That's what again, hitting bottom I mean, looks like. Okay. Certain, anyway. On this lovely note, <laughs> Jesus H. I gotta tell you, thank God for you, because and 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 I'm and and I will I will be uh, in the audience on Friday night and very excited Good. about thank it. Thank you for coming in advance. Yeah. Thank thank you yeah. for what you do and um, good luck to us all. Yeah, no kidding. Thank okay, inside Treat yourself. I'm telling you. The theater is really, it's special, and that yeah. whole area is as cute as can Isn't be, it? So it's just wonderful. Come check yeah. it out. Yeah, come check out a, maybe a part of uh, Pittsburgh you haven't, uh, you haven't yeah. seen, and, and get this. Right, wonderful. Right, Thank you so I'm much. I'm excited. Thank you. Who's, who's baking? Is Are you cookies? smelling? Yeah. Do you think cookies? I'm smelling cinnamon. What happens around here? I don't know, Pittsburgh. but it's making me really hungry. We want cookies! Cookies! If I find them, I'll bring, we'll bring right. them back in. All right. All right. Okay. So nice to meet you. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Hans, thank you. That, wow. Yeah. I just, I had to have time. Bye. Bye. Do it. I mean, go, please. I mean, make yourself, uh, I mean, she's just got so much talent, it's a joke. How could she not? Um, I had to save some time today, since I'm not going to see you again until Monday, to tell you that I almost dropped a knife on my foot yesterday. I was making my dinner. A uh, dutiful citizen that I am, I had the uh, impeachment crap on and I was just listening. I was in another room, but I was listening to it. And I heard something that so stunned me that I did. Dro I dropped. I dropped the knife, and it careened off the. And it could have gone right through my foot. What I heard was, of course, what uh, you have heard, uh, even if you haven't. Um, didn't hear it live like I did, was Alan Dershowitz saying that, seriously said, that if a president believes that his reelection is in the public interest, and of course he does, then he can do anything to achieve that goal because it's in the public interest. So if this was their final fallback position, if Trump shook down a president of a country at war with Russia to get dirt on the person he thought he'd be running against, it was not only not impeachable, it was totally understandable. And this is how far we've gone. This is what we've come to. Oh, we'll go further. Because at this point, where there is no shame, where there is no reason, 
where there is no rationality, where there is no honor. My God, the depths to which we, this country, could sink. I was going to say unimaginable. But those of us who know history now don't have to imagine. And the fix is in, as we all knew. Apparently there will be no witnesses. They're just going to acquit him and on we go. He'll deliver his State of the Union address next week and one can only imagine the horror of that. And unless we, the people, reassert our control, supposedly, in this nation, this nation is doomed. It is doomed. How anyone can support this man and the people around him is beyond my comprehension. The people around him. Did you see uh, our Commerce Secretary, Wilbur Ross? Did you see what he said today? He said the, um, the latest possible pandemic coming uh, you know, at us from China um, could be a good thing for the U.S. economy. Because uh, I guess his, his rationale was um, it'll create American jobs because there'll be all these dead Chinese who used to have our jobs. I, again, I can't even follow the tortured reasoning of these people. It really is amazing. <sighs> it's actually probably too bad that uh, that something that could have happened last night didn't. Might have woken a few people around here up. Did you hear that there was a near miss right over Pittsburgh? I pro you probably did, right? Because some of you pay more attention to local news than I do. Um but unbelievable. And it also draws attention to the fact that we, these marvelous homo sapiens, uh, not content with uh, making our glorious planet into a uh, dump, have now begun to uh, make space a dump. There is so much crap out in space flying around in orbit and a lot of the crap is I mean obviously it's man-made and it's satellites and uh, and, and other uh, the one is a telescope I believe that we have stuck up there and then they you know whatever we wanted them for is finished and so they are supposedly decommissioned they don't go away. We just stop paying any attention to them. But they're still in orbit up there. There must be, I don't, I can't comprehend how many things flying around up there. And they are, in fact, a danger to, like, when we have uh, space, when we have astronauts out there doing a, you know, little fiddling with something. Uh, the fact that they could be hit by a, you know, a piece of space junk traveling at 20,000 miles per hour is, is very real. So it turns out, and people were watching this, there were people watching who do sort of try to follow all this crap, and they saw that there was two objects up there on a collision course that would have banged into each other right over uh, our heads, Pittsburgh, uh, yesterday, I believe, right? And um, they thought the possibility was very real. These objects were hurtling toward each other uh, last night, uh, going opposite directions, at, and they were traveling 
about 33,000 miles per hour. Best estimates said they were going to come within 150 feet of each other. Think about that. One weighed way over a ton. If they just missed, if they had collided, now granted, it's way up there, but there would have been a huge explosion and it could have created thousands of pieces of uh, debris, some of them, uh, you know, bigger than four inches around, and those things then start flying around out there uh, causing, I, I, I just, I don't like human beings anymore. Well, it's, I mean, I don't like a whole lot of us, and I don't like our unseriousness. I have a caller, apparently, right? Caller, go ahead. <coughs> Oh hi! Hi. I never, I never heard of you. I'm Dave from uh, Santa Clarita, California. Yeah. I kind yeah. of, slight, I slightly. I can't hear you right now. I'm not talking. I don't. Oh, maybe that's why I'm looking at you, but I'm hearing <laughs> different. Um, I, I disagree with you just a little bit about us not surviving. We're, we're going to survive. We may never be the same, but we're going to survive. We can get through this cloud. Uh, but I want to add one thing to something that I read after the, after the impeachment yesterday regarding Joni Ernst of Iowa. Yeah. Saying that she let the cat out of the bag regarding Biden's uh, right. challenge. I want to add something that, that shows a lot of bias, in my opinion, because she didn't say the same thing about Trump. Now, all of these senators are under oath to be impartial. Huh. I think that cat that was let out of the bag was a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. They Look, we know, uh, the day that they took their oaths and each, you know, solemnly went up and signed that book, I looked, I really watched every one of them, and I thought, what is going on in your head right now? You, who know that you are not going to be an impartial juror, that you are not going, that the fix is in, you already know it. And I thought, look at how ill-served we are. All these people were elected by our fellow citizens. And it's not Trump so much that scares the hell out of me. It's our fellow citizens who elect these people and who don't then pay attention. I, I agree. Yeah. And and it's not just the Repo it's not just Republicans, it's not just Trump. What scares me more is the base. But let's face it, in, in all fairness, the Democrats are not far behind. The system that uh, both these parties operate in is corrupted. Um, we, I don't know, I mean, we're so corrupted by, um, by money, by capitalism, uh, by, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know. Is it possible? We know that the system still creates men of some honor. I am used men and women of some honor. I do believe that. No doubt about it. No, no doubt about it. But I don't your think enough. When you, when, you, when you kind of said you don't like human beings, you got to admit, dogs are better. But, you know, oh, there's no doubt. have a choice there. No, right. Let the dogs rule. I mean, really. <laughs> Maybe if we start sniffing each other's assholes, we'd get better. I don't know. I am so... Oh, you just made so... me blush. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I almost made myself blush, but I'm so far gone now, I don't, I don't know. Well, I, it, it's very nice to hear a new voice, and I thank you very much for calling. and giving I, ne I, never heard of, I never heard of you until I just found you uh, by, by accident. But well, here I am. Keep, keep, keep on keeping on, what can I tell you? <laughs> thank you so much. You too. I appreciate it. Okay? Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Uh, well, 
Milton has said, sent me this, more than 500,000 pieces of space junk are tracked as they orbit our Earth. They're traveling at speeds up to 17,500 miles per hour, fast enough for a relatively tiny piece to damage another satellite or a spacecraft. Uh, the rising population of this debris increases the potential danger to all space vehicles, but especially to the International Space Station, space shuttles, and other spacecraft, obviously with human beings aboard. Uh, so that's why they knew people were watching this potential uh, collision over, over us last night. It did not happen. Uh, God Almighty. I would. I think we should uh, turn our attention to Harvard University and um, and ask uh, Harvard University if um, they uh, still allow Alan Dershowitz to teach at their school. There is not an, you know, he traffics in Harvard professor of law. There is not another conscious, conscience, con conscious professor of law anywhere in the world that would agree with what he said. And if there is, that person too. Uh, should be immediately given some kind of uh, mental health uh, exam. Let's remember, this is the guy who, you know, palled around, palled around with pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, God. You know, um, yeah. Dogs are what keeps me alive these days. They are. They are so much better. Um, Lloyd writes, I like Bloomberg. Trump will eat the rest of these candidates for lunch. Bloomberg doesn't care. Sanders will, will make Trump president again. I think so too. And um, the only way Democrats win is if we can still appeal, if we appeal to our left side. Well, I'm doing it for you. Our left side. Um, we will lose all of those more moderate, disgusted Republicans and all those folks who would have otherwise voted with us, even holding their noses because they don't like maybe a lot of our policies or or the general sort of craziness that can come out of uh, out of our identity politics. Uh, I think Sanders is a really bad choice. And um, I'm scared about him. For that matter, I don't think Biden's a good choice. <laughs> and I count me as one of the Democrats who are... I, I talked to a guy the other day who said he saw an interview with someone who still says he's in the race, but who never gets to the debates because he doesn't... And he said he was so, so impressive and not crazy and probably would fit into the moderate. And that is uh, the former governor of Massachusetts, Deval Pot Patrick. Now granted, uh, last time we uh, nominated a uh, governor of Massachusetts, things didn't go real well. That would be Michael Dukakis, for those of you who are a little short on American history. Deval Patrick is... Uh, is African American, which uh, might be, but he's not even in the, he's not even on the radar, which again goes to 
the system we have, this mediaized system we have, where, yeah, media pays attention to just, you know, they do their polls and then they pay attention to the people who are in front at that time. I thought we were the ultimate pollsters, the voters. And we don't get to do our that poll until November. We are so ill-served by the way media reports on. I, you know, because if you hear enough, Biden's in front, Sanders is in front, this is in front, it's only these four, only these these four. Well, who's telling you that before even a primary vote has been cast? And it becomes self-fulfilling prophecy because most of us don't pay attention. Amy, did you just tell me I have a caller? Oh, I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm... Boy, you talk about short-term memory being lost. She just showed me that, and then I couldn't remember if she had. But there was a glimmer of a memory. Uh, Caller, go ahead, please. Hello? Hello. Hi. um, Yesterday you were talking about Bernie Sanders, that he he can't win. Well, I'm sorry, I disagree. Uh, The last time when Trump ran, Trump can't win, and he won. So... Uh, this bullshit of we're all oh, he can't we, we nobody knows nobody knows and if the, all the democrats come out they're supposed to any of the candidates could win uh, i just get tired of sanders can't win he's a communist he's a socialist he's no socialist he's no communist he just wait a minute they don't like the rich wait, wait, don't wait. like that he's going to tax them for a change and they're going to pay their fair share it, i get so sick of that same old argument about socialism. It's not even close to socialism. It really isn't. We have, we have social programs already, so that that's nonsense. So I, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't buy all that. Okay, okay, but I do want to... I, I just, just want to correct one thing you that? said. Bernie is a socialist. I mean, he says he's a... He is. He's been a socialist all his life. I remember when he was the mayor um, up in, uh, what, Burlington, oh. Vermont. He was, you know, the f- a socialist mayor, and, you know, and then he was, when he was elected. He's not a member of the Democratic Party. You do know that. It's because he's... Yes. Yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, I don't consider socialism some horrible thing. I do not. Um, just to yeah. make, make clear, and I agree with you, we, uh, you know, have ventured in... This country has tiptoed into some socialistic-like programs, social security, uh, Medicare, and that kind of thing. Um, But um, Bernie might be a bridge too far. I also have trouble with the fact that the two frontrunners are both old white men for a party that's the whole idea of which is that we are a portrait of America, and that's who we got in this time in 2020? Two friggin' old white men. This ain't the election to worry about that. This is the election to beat Donald Trump. Well, I agree. If we start worrying about all those social issues and all this other stuff, we're going to lose. Okay. You just got to beat him, and you got to come out and vote, and if we don't do that, we'll lose. But I think Trump is overrated. I think he won by a very slim margin. It's not like he had a big landslide victory that he claims. I think you could pull those votes off and we could win those states back. I really do. I, I really think whoever runs and if they come out, I think we'll win. I, I still okay, believe well, that. I, and I believe okay. I hope, I hope you're right. I just want to point out, yeah, though, that Democrats have a problem in that there is a big finger on the scale going into these elections uh, that doesn't benefit us. There's that damn crazed electoral college that gives about three, I mean, it means Democrats start, it's as if a race starts and Democrats uh, have to start 20 yards behind whatever the Republican candidate is. That's what the electoral college does to us. 
And then you have the Russians and who knows who else with their mischief and hacking into who knows what. We do not know. And we now know we have a president who will do anything. And he's got a lot of, lot of power and people and access to things. So I don't even know if we're able to have a fair election with this guy in no. the White House. So I'm, I, I mean, I hear you. The, the one thing we do have to remember is whoever gets the nomination for the Democratic Party, we've got to move heaven and earth to get that person elected. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah, you're Thank right. He's got a lot of things he could do. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, thank Appreciate you. the call, too. Thank you. Uh, Tony reminds us that uh, Loathsome Dershowitz was one of the people in the audience, right, when the president had that. Uh, he was praising Pompeo for mistreating and screaming at that NPR reporter who dared to ask him uh, a tough question. And Dershowitz was there patting Pompeo on the on the back with a big grin on his face. He is... Well, loathsome is the word. I want to end on something wonderful. <laughs> okay? Now, where is that thing? I love this story. I just love this story. There is a zoo. Where is it? Uh, a zoo in um, England who has put out an appeal for anyone who has some perfumes that they don't use, and ladies, who doesn't, perfumes they don't use, and turn it over to this Bantam Zoo in Norfolk, uh, England, because they're tigers and cheetahs and jaguars and ocelots, they're cats, they're big cats, love designer label perfume. So if they spray a little around, the cat, it's better than catnip. The cats go nuts. They go berserk. And without a doubt, the biggest, the biggest scent that drives these huge cats crazy is, let me make sure I get this right, it ain't Chanel number no. 5. It is Calvin Klein's obsession for men. So, you guys, this is what tigers, lions all over the world go insane for it. Insane. I'm going to try this on my, my cat. It's better than catnip. Oh, I don't have a cat. Better than catnip. <laughs> uh, the Wall Street Journal actually reported um, that zookeepers knew that spraying perfumes in these enclosures where the big cats are kept uh, help keep them from getting bored. Um, they roll around. They just flat out love it. And they finally started sort of trying to test different ones. And there is nothing like Calvin Klein's obsession for men. Clear winner. Clear winner. Uh, they roll on the ground. They rub their faces on it. Uh, it's kind of the, re I mean, it's more than a, a catnip reaction. And the reason is, is that, that these perfumes include a pheromone gotten from civets. Now, there's also a synthetic version, which is generally used now, because in order to get it from civets, you got to take those poor little animals, keep them in cages, and, you know, express it from their anal glands. Yeah, it comes out of a civet's ass. And that's what we spray on ourselves to attract. What do we do perfume for? To attract. And it works not just for us, but it works for the animal world as well, especially the big cats. In fact, perfumers call it a fecal floral. And here's somebody describing the scent that, like, these cats love. Quote, it's kind of poopy, 
but kind of floral and creates a complicated, musky aroma when used in perfume. So next time you just remember, kind of poopy, but kind of floral, and thank the civets. Okay? That's all I got for you today. Go see that show, please. I mean, give yourself a, a night out. Do something you don't normally do. Okay? We all need to do that more. Now than ever. More now than ever. I'll see you again Monday. Toodaloo. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.